This is day 97 of our daily Bible reading. We'll be completing Psalm chapter 3 through 7. Lord God, thank you for bringing us to your hymn book today. Thank you for giving us the ability to worship you and to see the heart of the people that you touched in such a profound way, or that we may learn how to properly glorify you, how to properly compose ourselves in your presence. And Lord God, that we can learn from this and take it with us, that we should be rejoicing in you always, as you've called us to do. You've called us to be holy and to love you no matter what. As we learned in Job, we don't understand why things happen, but Lord, you do things for our good, and you ask us to trust you. Lord, may we demonstrate that trust today and glorify your name. Please bless this time in Jesus' name. Amen. O Lord, how my adversaries have increased. Many are rising up against me. Many are saying of my soul, there is no deliverance for him in God. Selah. But you, O Lord, are a shield about me, my glory and the one who lifts my head. I was crying to the Lord with my voice, and he answered me from his holy mountain. Selah. I lay down and slept. I awoke, for the Lord sustains me. I will not be afraid of ten thousands of people who have set themselves against me round about. Arise, O Lord, save me, O my God, for you have smitten all my enemies on the cheek. You have shattered the teeth of the wicked. Salvation belongs to the Lord. Your blessing be upon your people. Selah. Answer me when I call, O God of my righteousness. You have relieved me in my distress. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. O sons of men, how long will my honor become a reproach? How long will you love what is worthless and aim at deception? Salah. But know that the Lord has set apart the godly man for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. Tremble and do not sin. Meditate in your heart upon your bed and be still. Salah. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness and trust in the Lord. Many are saying, Who will show us any good? Lift up the light of your countenance upon us, O Lord. You have put gladness in my heart, more than when their grain and new wine abound. In peace I will both lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me to dwell in safety. Give ear to my words, O Lord. Consider my groaning. Heed the sound of my cry for help, my King and my God, for to you I pray. In the morning, O Lord, you will hear my voice. In the morning, I will order my prayer to you and eagerly watch. For you are not a God who takes pleasure in wickedness. No evil dwells within you. The boastful shall not stand before your eyes. You hate all who do iniquity. You destroy those who speak falsehood. 
the Lord abhors the man of bloodshed and deceit. But as for me, by your abundant loving kindness, I will enter your house. At your holy temple, I will bow in reverence for you. O Lord, lead me in your righteousness because of my foes. Make your way straight before me. There is nothing reliable in what they say. Their inward part is destruction itself. Their throat is an open grave. They flatter with their tongue. Hold them guilty, O God. By their own devices, let them fall. In the multitude of their transgressions, thrust them out, for they are rebellious against you. But let all who take refuge in you be glad. Let them ever sing for joy, and may you shelter them, that those who love your name may exult in you. For it is you who blesses the righteous man, O Lord. You surround him with favor as with a shield. O Lord, do not rebuke me in your anger, nor chasten me in your wrath. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am pining away. Heal me, O Lord, for my bones are dismayed, and my soul is greatly dismayed. But you, O Lord, how long? Return, O Lord, rescue my soul. Save me because of your loving kindness. For there is no mention of you in death. In Sheol, who will give you thanks? I am weary with my sighing. Every night I make my bed swim. I dissolve my couch with my tears. My eye has wasted away with grief. It has become old because of all my adversaries. Depart from me, all you who do iniquity, for the Lord has heard the voice of my weeping. The Lord has heard my supplication. The Lord receives my prayer. All my enemies will be ashamed and greatly dismayed. They shall turn back. They will be suddenly ashamed. O Lord my God, in you I have taken refuge. Save me from all those who pursue me, and deliver me. For he will tear my soul like a lion, dragging me away while there is none to deliver. O Lord my God, if I have done this, if there is injustice in my hands, if I have rewarded evil to my friend, or have plundered him who without cause was my adversary, let the enemy pursue my soul and overtake it, and let him trample my life down to the ground and lay my glory in the dust. Selah. Arise, O Lord, in your anger. Lift up yourself against the rage of my adversaries and arouse yourself for me. You have appointed judgment. Let the assembly of the peoples encompass you and over them return on high. The Lord judges the peoples. Vindicate me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and my integrity that is in me. O let the evil of the wicked come to an end, but establish the righteous. For the righteous, God tries the hearts and minds. My shield is with God, who saves the upright in heart. 
God is a righteous judge and a God who has indignation every day. If a man does not repent, he will sharpen his sword. He has bent his bow and made it ready. He has also prepared for himself deadly weapons. He makes his arrows fiery shafts. Behold, he travails with wickedness, and he conceives mischief and brings forth falsehood. He has dug a pit and hollowed it out, and has fallen into the hole which he made. His mischief will return upon his own head, and his violence will descend upon his own pate. I will give thanks to the Lord according to his righteousness, and will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. Amen and amen. So, the first psalm, chapter 3, is a psalm of David when he fled from his son Absalom, if you remember that story. So, he, you see the distress that he's in, and he's just asking for the salvation of the Lord to come. Now, in case you don't know this as well, if we go through these psalms and you see Selah. So, what Selah means is to repeat that chorus, if you will. That whole first two verses, Salah would be to repeat those two verses one more time as part of this, the song. Because all these psalms are not just poems, but they were put to music, and they were sung as like a hymn at church. And so they were to be repeated as part of the chorus because Whoever wrote the psalm wanted this part to be emphasized and made important in the singing of it. So, if you happen to see Salah, that's why it's there, in case you didn't know. Psalm chapter 4 is also written by David. It doesn't say when he wrote it. We don't really have much of an idea. But based on the background of the psalm, it seems like it's related to Psalm 3 as if it was also written during the time of when Absalom was after him. I don't know that for sure, but that's just what it seems like. But I liked verses 4 and 5 as a posture of heart that we should have. Tremble and do not sin. That Having that healthy fear of the Lord, right? Meditate in your heart upon your bed, and be still. When you lay down your head at night, let it be about God. Let our idle moments in life be putting our thoughts towards God. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness and trust in the Lord. So it's not talking about an actual sacrifice. It's symbolic here, right? So it's talking about that sacrificial love, right? The things that we do in the name of righteousness that are really a sacrifice to us, you know, when we sacrifice of our resources, of our time, of even our physical being, those are all offerings of righteousness. So that's what it's talking about there is act righteously and trust in the Lord. Let your trust in the Lord be evident in what you do. So that's certainly important for us to remember. 
And that's important as well in verse 8. When we lay down to sleep, we tend to forget how we are able to fall asleep. Because if things are bothering us, we don't sleep very well. If we're haunted by something or stressed out about something, we tend to lose sleep. But it's almost as if the psalm is telling us that God is the one that puts us to sleep at night. And I think that's very beautiful to see, since he is a good father, after all. Psalm 5 is also written by David. This is an, a sort of a lament of his. He is asking God to help him through something else he's going through. We don't really know what, but he is struggling. And I love this about what he puts in verse 4 as well, is you are not a God who takes pleasure in wickedness. No evil dwells with you. So it's not anything that happens to us that is bad or negative in our eyes. It's not because God likes to do it. And I hope Job taught us that as well, is that God doesn't do these things on purpose because he just likes to mess with us. Or he's bored and he just picks on us. But it all comes for a purpose, and he is not evil. He is not capable of evil. He tolerates evil sometimes, but he himself is not evil. However, all light casts a shadow, does it not? And that's why there is so much evil in the world. You'll see this as well in some of the Psalms we read today. At least two or three times I saw it, where, like in verse 10, it says, Hold them guilty, O God, by their own devices let them fall. In the multitude of their transgressions, thrust them out, for they are rebellious against you. God loves to frustrate the plans of evil, doesn't he? And I love that justice that God does. That's why he says, vengeance is mine, not ours, but his. And he will trap the evildoers in their own trap. And I love how they fall on their face and get what's coming to them. So God is a God of justice. And he may be slow by our standards, but it will get done. Because God's standards are perfect and ours are not. We're just hasty and how we want things done. Psalm chapter 6 is also one of David, and he is struggling big time in this one, where he's so weary from his sighing, he's just depressed, and he makes his bed swim. I mean, he's crying so much, his bed is floating out the door. He's dissolving his couch with his tears. I mean, that's some really strong language. But what I love about this as well is how quickly it turns around. People are still bothering him and, and really frustrating him. But he warns them, Depart from me, all of you who do iniquity, for the Lord has heard my voice and he is responding. He received my prayer. And all my enemies will be ashamed and greatly dismayed. I love that, that immediate comfort that God gives, that peace that is beyond understanding. When we pray and we need something so bad, and God answers us in that moment of distress, it's so beautiful when that happens. And David is experiencing that for himself. So beautiful. I love that very much. Psalm chapter 7 is also of David. And this is a form of a psalm called a shigion. And a shigion is an obscure word for song, a certain kind of song. Now, typically, 
they indicate it as kind of like a an ecstatic song, something that is where you're on a really high high, right? And so he's writing this psalm when he's saying to the Lord concerning Cush, a Benjamite. Now, not really sure exactly who Cush is, because when you looked at the story of David, there was no one named Cush that was after him. So we can assume maybe it was one of the men of Saul's when Saul was trying to kill him. Possible that's when that was, but not really sure. But this one's talking about how God frustrates the plans of evil, and he's ready to do something on our behalf, isn't he? If a man does not repent, he will sharpen his sword. He has bent his bow and made it ready. He's, he's ready to take action against you. And then we see verse 16, his mischief will return upon his own head. God will take care of us. We just need to be comforted by that very thought. But that's all I have for today. Thank you for listening. I'm Ryan, and we'll see you next time. Take care, and God bless you.